Um, yeah, like I'm not really into birds, but <laughs> <laughs> you might be into this bird. Okay. It does look like fun. Ellie likes to play it. She just presses the honk button over and over, <laughs> which means that that's, I don't ever a... want her to play it in the car. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? Stop it. Headphones yeah, time. That, that's a very fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah, when you're eight, it's even better, and your mom is, like, glaring at you. Yeah. Honk, 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 Welcome back to Team Cockroach, a podcast about The Good Place, a weekly comedy on NBC by Mike Scher. I'm Javier Matusevich, and let me introduce my co-hosts, Sarah Gardner. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? Oh, great. <laughs> I'm glad to see you guys. Ish. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. And uh, we have Andrew Pontius. Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Javier. It's good to be back for the beginning of season four. Yeah. The end. Well, yeah, and beginning and the end. Yes, yes. <laughs> the beginning of the end. <laughs> That's a few weeks off. Sadly, we don't have um, Rachel to join us this week, but she's going to be with us next week, so that's good. Yep, she's in, uh, what would be a Darth Vader turd this week? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Is that what we're calling out-of-town weddings now? <laughs> <laughs> So today we're tackling the season premiere of the latest and the last season of The Good Place, as you mentioned. It's titled A Girl from Arizona. And the gang takes over the pseudo-good place with Eleanor as the architect, while the demons are choosing the humans to be improved. In the A-plot, we meet the remaining humans, Linda, a boring Norwegian woman that Hani figures out is really a demon, and Brent the corporate golf-loving asshole we all know and despise. <laughs> the gang has to try and figure out what each human steel is. Eleanor struggles to balance her role as architect and her aversion to getting Chidi and Simone together. And in the B-plot, Derek and Jason are competing for Janet's love while she's feeling overwhelmed by her chores as simulator-in-chief for the whole experiment. By the end of the episode, the demons ruse regarding Linda is uncovered and the judge deems it very bad indeed and decides that as a punishment, Chidi will be the fourth subject to protest of the demons and the mixed feelings from our heroes alike. What do you all think of the episode? I know in seasons past, the initial episode of the season has been an hour long and this one is, but instead of being both on one week, it's split in two for two weeks. And I actually really like that. Yep. It was nice to have a half hour just compact and ready to roll for the next one. And, uh, you know, I, th I feel like it got a lot of zip, you know, um, it, it kept its pace the whole time, which some of these, you know, they really have to get the exposition going before you can get back. And actually, I found myself forgetting a lot of stuff that happened last season. I probably could have used a little bit more of the previously on The Good Place. You know, it, it felt like old times. It felt like they're really trying to get this last season going. So, Yeah, they really have things going now, but I feel the other way regarding the length of the episode. I was expecting something more and suddenly, nope, just 20 minutes And uh, so I checked the name of the episode and it says part one. And I say, well, okay, so maybe I have to get part two. And 
Patsu doesn't come out a week, and it was pretty disappointing, really. You're the tiebreaker, but, Andrew. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, I I don't remember if I knew exactly that it was going to be that we're only going to get the first half of the of the hour. I do know that the the bit at the end where it said to be continued felt unusual. So it really felt like this was them being very very explicit about the fact that the episode was going to continue next week. So I didn't have to look anywhere to to find that because that that indicated to me what was going on. And I also felt like you're right. Yeah. The the interesting thing about the, the, the seasons that we've seen so far is in general, uh, and I've said this before, I'm going to say it again, they have this pattern of having these moments of high drama, moments of chaos, and then they kind of settle down for a couple of episodes where they go through a new, uh, uh, a new uh, regular state, uh, a new equilibrium, um, where then like we kind of work through whatever they've decided is the problem of those couple of episodes of, the, of that particular state of affairs. And it doesn't feel like we've gotten to that point. I, I don't think we can think, I don't think we're supposed to think, or I don't think anyway, that training these or training, hello, whatever they're going to be doing to improve these humans is actually going to be <laughs> the main problem of, you know, the next three or four episodes, because they just aren't that interesting and they aren't that compelling as people, and I think I also kind of discussed this a little bit the last time around, the remaining humans that were given also fall into that pattern. They're kind of jerks without any redeeming qualities. Like our our people, our heroes were jerks when they started out too, but they were likable jerks. Like they were all sort of, for one reason or another, people that we wanted to pay attention to. And the new people just aren't. And so I don't think they're going to try to, to replicate that beginning process again with these folks i think there's going to be other stuff going on that we're going to want to listen to mostly having to do with our people that's kind of what i got away from this first episode that we've got new folks that we're in theory we're supposed to be uh, teaching but they're still not as interesting as our folks so there's going to be more stuff going on with them and you know the 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 plots were what was it like to janet is trying to keep a hold on everything with her you know with with keeping track of what was it brent and the whole simulation and everything else kind of that feels like her ongoing plot. And then Jason dealing with Derek uh, was one plot. Who knows if that's going to continue, but you know, they're, they're, they're giving each of the people something, each of our people, something to do. Eleanor is dealing with the fact that Chidi isn't going to remember her anymore. And she's got to deal with that. All that stuff is much more interesting than whether Brent is going to become a better person to me. So I, I do think that they, they gave us some interesting things to, to latch on to. Um, but I'm going to reserve judgment until the the second half. Cause I do think that's part of this whole heightened drama at the beginning. And, and we don't know, we don't know where everything's going to land yet. Yeah. That's interesting because I took it at face value that we had to train these humans. And now that you're saying this, it makes me rethink uh, the future of the, the season, but I still think that we're probably going to see, these characters develop into something more palatable and entertaining that uh, than there is right now. But yeah, you're right that the the most interesting is always going to be our characters. But I feel like we can grow to love new characters if we get enough of a reason to do that. They're really bad. Yeah. No, I, I had a I had a thought, and I don't know that I'm going anywhere with it. Um, which is my normal state, I guess. The uh, the thought I had was that we are noticing our original 
group change due to the fact that these new people are here. Uh, I don't think we ever would have seen Jason hit that button so quickly. I feel like maybe they're watching our people uh, get worse and judging them on points because Eleanor's jealous. Um, Chidi's basically a blank slate. Um, Jason is, I guess, also jealous, but sort of not handling it well. And, and honestly, I do feel like Tahani got the short end of the stick again. Like there's nothing going on with her this week. Uh, And then, you know, you got Janet and Michael too. So I'm wondering if the point system is still based on the initial four or plus Michael and Janet, I don't know, but watching them as, you know, they are interacting with these new people. Yeah, that's an interesting premise. I I could get on board with that. It just felt so sudden that Jason would be able to do that. Just boom, there went Derek. Yeah, it it did feel very out of character, but he also had a lot of nice moments. Like uh, he confronted Derek in a reasonable manner at first and he proved to be pretty insane. So I don't know. I give him a, I give him a pass. It's it's the first episode. The first episode is always crazy, like Andrew says. Well, I don't know if, if Jason has been someone who has been indecisive. He's not very smart, um, but I don't know if we've ever known him to not do not get into things quickly. So I I don't. It didn't occur to me to think that he wouldn't have pressed the button because, especially with Mindy. Like saying over and over again, yeah, just do it. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's not important. That probably does have some <laughs> sort of would, impact yeah, on Jason. Great. I don't know. I, you know, I feel like at least to one extent, Chidi and Simone are both there to torture Eleanor. And as we see her yeah. kind of sliding away from all the good things she's learned, then she has to snap back into it at some point. Eleanor hasn't really gone to a bad place yet <laughs> we haven't seen her slide into meanness or cruelness yet but i'm sure we'll see some some of that yeah. later it just feels like a test for her yeah she's um she's having to be a leader in a more explicit sense than she has been in the past she's really been the leader of the group in the past as well but i think now she's sort of feeling the burden of being in charge of something having something riding on her that they're going to they're going to succeed. And again, she was kind of doing that before too because she was basically the leader of the group and the group was in trouble. But now she's really got that she's basically Michael in certain ways. Yeah. And I think we're going to see her kind of snap a little. And we saw that too with Bad Janet. I think Bad Janet came there specifically to try to deflate Eleanor to really hurt her by giving her all of these these harmful these hurtful things to say to her like well, you weren't smart enough to figure it out. And, you know, Eleanor probably didn't even think that way. Well, maybe she did, but she didn't, you know, she didn't have external people trying to trying to bring her down like that before. So I, I do feel that that's going to be part of her journey is bowing under the weight of, of command, of, of being in charge of authority, and then, you know, pulling it out and managing to make it work. Yeah, but I really like that... Uh... Michael really stood up for her there and yep. I hope that support is going to still be there for the next few episodes because she's going to need it really. When he's he's a much better lieutenant than he is a captain. It feels to Yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, except maybe he's not really Michael <laughs> by the end of the episode. <laughs> Please don't. Not really. Oh, you think they switched him? Oh. I, they said there's a Michael suit, and he went into the train, <laughs> and he came back out. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, now I'm going to think about that all week. <laughs> so, yeah, he he went to go handcuff Chris on the train. Right. And, yeah. you know, at some point, some I forget who, someone says, forgive us if we think you're going to cheat again. So, to Sean. So, you know, I got to think that that's not really Michael. <laughs> I got yeah. I got to watch it again now to to see if that if that, there are any little tells in his performance for that. Huh. Well, I mean, he says booyah a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was that after? Yeah, yeah, that was after he came back. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounded like very specific, the situation. Like a code word to, like, (laughs) tell Sean we did it. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think it's... who? uh, I guess we don't know who it is. Do you remember who they said was actually in the Michael suit the first time Sean described it? No, but I'd like to imagine it's Sean because I think that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that would be funny. Well, then the other demon... Was... My guess is Ben Wyatt. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> well, the other demon who was Linda was Chris, who was the mailman demon right. for Eleanor. I mean, I the guess very it first could be around. Glenn, because they all hate Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they're singing, they don't like when Glenn comes on. <laughs> right. Well, they did have that one scene near the beginning where they were doing sort of the mirror image of Michael's inspirational speech and then Sean's, I don't know, Disinspirational <laughs> speech. I don't know what you would call it. Yeah, but you know, I don't he, know. He, and he mentioned all of these demons by name in in Sean's little speech. You know, he talked. What was it? Yeah. Uh, no, now I'm forgetting the Bamba name. Bambajan. What? Bambajan or Badbajan? Yeah, right. Bambajan and, and the, Val. Val, right? And then Glenn. Yeah. So yeah. it could be. It could Go be away, any Glenn. of those people. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a really <laughs> yeah. No, that's a really good point. I'm just guessing. I have no idea. <laughs> You're coming up some with some pretty good guesses, though. So yep, they will all be out. wrong by next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't see the Linda part coming either. Like I thought she was just going to be a really boring person, but yeah. they resolved that. You know, like pretty much like right right at the end, right right quickly, in a way that I was not expecting. But there was a lot of stuff that happened this week. It was actually a fairly plot heavy thing, right? Because there was a lot of people involved, a lot of characters, and there were a lot of Things happening. Uh, Simone, we haven't really talked too much about Simone. Um, thinking the whole thing is, is a is a hallucination. I think that's really clever. Like <laughs> using her profession to just debunk the good place. I think that is not something they would have anticipated. So it makes sense that she's just walking around like, yeah, none of this is real. Bye. <laughs> yeah, because Eleanor at the beginning, uh, she feels like they know her and this is a great way of showing that they don't really know her a lot besides what they experienced on earth that time. Right. And so she could both be jeopardizing her own state of mind for the experiment and then other people as well. So she's the real, the big plot point of this episode, it feels like. Yeah. And yet at the same time, that means she's not really much of a character in this episode because there's no way for her to grow in any way, no no way for her to learn anything because she's busy being the, the the impediment of the episode, the big plot. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. the point of her being <laughs> uh believing that the 
the good place is really an hallucination that she can't improve. So, yeah, for for various reasons, she's just a plot point in this episode. Yeah, so if we're talking about the other new people, if if Linda weren't a surprise like she ended up being and she was just boring, I think she would also yeah. drive me crazy. Like she was starting <laughs> right. to drive Eleanor crazy. Um, I don't mind John, the gossip colonist, that much, but it's possibly also because... You know, Tahani didn't have anything to do. So um, maybe yeah. this week I don't mind him, but next week I'll hate him. I don't know. I'm and, sure. Uh, Brent is the worst. I'm sure that we have lots more to say about that, but boy, is he terrible. <laughs> yeah. He's really, it's it's really hard to imagine him improving to the point where we will actually care much about him. Um, he's what, racist? He's sexist? He's um, in his his whole job was something that it's no one even understands at all. Uh, you know, Eleanor tries to jump in and guess something and she gets, just gets shot down. He's Captain Marvelist. That's not okay. You're not allowed to make fun of Carol. Yeah, no. I <laughs> I want Janet to take a crack at Brent. Like, I, I feel like he's going to be testing her throughout and that she's going to snap yep. and that's going to be a big problem. <laughs> Well, and Janet says yeah, at one point, if she snaps. Yeah, if she if she says if she loses concentration for like a billionth of a second, what is it? The whole good place will yeah implode or something like that. Something like that, yeah. So that's going to happen. Like you, you know, that's going to something is going to start to happen at least at some point. In yeah. The, oh, and the other speaking of Janet, we got introduced to a new Janet this time around. Disco Janet. By, by name only. By name only. <laughs> by name but, you know, one thing we kind of know from the show at this point is, like, in previous episodes, I would say, oh, that's just an aside. They're not going to do that. I, I, would, I'm gonna, I would make a bet at this point that we will see Disco Janet before the end of the, the season. We're going to see her. And she's a lot. So there you go. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. But, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see... What we do. So, you know, so uh, Chidi is going to, we know his character arc if they let him do the same thing. Maybe they'll do something different with him, I guess. But we kind of know how he's going to learn if he's going to do it. And the other two, I just don't, I just don't know how they're going to get better because they have to, they have to be shown that it matters that they improve. And I just don't know how the show is going to do that. Maybe, maybe they have an idea. Maybe they know what they're doing, but I, I don't, again, so that's why I think it's not. That's not what they're going to spend their time on. But we'll see. We'll see. We do get a little bit of neat prologue to Chidi's story from before the first season, because before Eleanor gets there, he has no soulmate. And so he must be living in a place all by himself, which is she introduces him to today, his library room thing with the books that fly. Um and it helped me remember that, yeah, he was, he did come to the good place without a soulmate, without living with one. And here he is starting all over again. Well, did they, did they say they're going to do soulmates for this time around? I, I'm not sure they mentioned that they were or weren't no. going to do it. Maybe they are. I think it's just that it, it helped me remember that that's how it yep. used to be. But um, I think him as Book Thor was very cute. And I like his room and reading lights are great for reading. So good job, Chidi. <laughs> um, 
and really, I, I meant I meant to say when we started, but um, that opening scene where he's just like enthusing of how much he loves the good place, and Eleanor is just looking so hurt and also happy. Oh my gosh! Like that one got me. I wasn't ready to be uh, emotionally involved in the very first few seconds of the <laughs> yeah. of the episode, but you know she's so pained and she's trying hard and she's failing some, and it's just it's just a big summary of everything Eleanor's gone through. Then he can't remember her name. Right. Well, and then she says, you know, maybe you'll forget it, but you know, no, he's not going to forget it. Uh, but you notice that the, the very first shot of it is Chidi gushing in the background, but the camera is focused on Eleanor. And I thought that was a, that was a pretty neat effect of doing that was that, you know, what we're supposed to be paying attention to is not Chidi, but it's Eleanor's reaction to him. And, uh, and so we do. Yeah. Yeah, so let's let's go through our, our people then. Um, so you know, Eleanor, Eleanor is kind of trying to be the boss and trying to deal with the heartbreak of Chidi, and Michael is kind of being a decent, good lieutenant, except when he's giving what is it like outdated, bad place cheers to the team, right? <laughs> Don't do that. But then we have sort of Tahani didn't really do much, although I did notice a couple of times when she was um, uh, name dropping, they did have her name drop about three times during this episode. So, so, you know, she did get that and not much else, but she did get that. And then she also got to say the, the bit about how Linda was maybe too dull and like, maybe that was something suspicious, which I thought was kind of neat that they gave her that, even if they didn't give her much else, something to do, right? Some, some plot point. And then Jason gets through his big thing is getting to be jealous towards Derek. Although Derek was also like, Derek was almost more together than I'm used to him being, although he did bite the glass that one time. Uh... Um, but you know, Derek being the 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 bad person, the bad contender for Janet seemed I mean it was it was a good plot, I guess, but it was also a little weird, right? Well, I guess Derek is always weird. Yeah, he's always <laughs> weird. And this time he was chaotic evil, sometimes he's chaotic yeah. good or yeah. chaotic neutral. So But did I miss anything? Yeah. Did anybody have any other uh... let's see. I mean Janet, I she's so overworked and underappreciated. Yeah. And I felt, I think, most yeah. for her, besides maybe Eleanor, just that she's got so much to handle at the moment. And it's so tenuous that something's going to happen. Boy, she sells it. <laughs> I can't believe Janet or yeah. Darcy Carden didn't get recognized at the Emmys, but that's something else. So, <laughs> Yeah, and we could call it character development because I feel like she would be capable of dealing with the level of complexity that the good place requires uh, in the past. But right now she's a person that's being annoyed that she's, she has to do all of these things for these people. And makes me think that that has to do with the fact that she's been rebooted so many times. And now she's like person well, that also has to hold on to the universe. I also think that with Jason coming up to her and saying like, are we still boyfriend and girlfriend? That that's Ooh. also adding stress to her and they may I'm be sure. on the ropes. So, you know, she could be more emotional and that could be bad for Janet. So bad for Janet, bad for the whole experiment. If uh, things start to head south. But yeah, yeah, I think Janet, Janet actually had the most, probably the most development of her character this time around. Cause she went from being yeah. regular Janet to being really stressed Janet. And it, <laughs> it does feel like that's going to, that's going to, probably going to be part of the Bit next off. episode, maybe the next couple of episodes, having her 
deal with that and go through that. Because yeah, the boys are not helping here, right? Because Derek is being a jerk, and I guess Jason is also kind of being a jerk, and everyone's kind of being a jerk. Um, yeah, she, you know, she, she then, felt, you know, she was complaining about, you know, Eleanor giving her more stuff to do and everything else, and yeah. Derek on a big screen saying that he's been murdered. That <laughs> doesn't help anything. Murder is me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't even say it right. Yeah, there were a lot of disasters this time around that they just kept sort of being able to, I guess, sweep under the rug. It was like, Derek. First episodes are like that, I think. Simone yeah. was, was doing things. And then, yeah, yeah, it was just Linda was doing things. Yeah. It, it really, it did sort of feel like that first uh, episode of the of the first season where you know it sort of chaos was happening because of what was it was actually called the wasn't it actually called like the chaos sequence right maybe yeah um, I don't remember and it kind of feels I remember you know, something called like that <laughs> and now chaos is still happening but of course it's it's just uh, ramifications of the initial setup I guess but it's also like the writers like that. They like that vibe of things breaking apart and, and, and everybody losing their cool and everything. So, you know, whatever the, the in-story cause of it, I think the writers like us to be in that place. So, so they are in their element, even if, of course, none of the <laughs> characters are. I also think they like throwing a joke in there or two of just something that doesn't exist that can exist in the good place, like the baby elephant made of pure light that tells you true secrets about the universe. (laughs) Like, you know, they had to sit in a room and come up with that. And then they had to figure out what it looked like and what's it going to say. Like, I'm sure they had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore the mere purpose of entertaining writers. (laughs) Exactly. What do we think about Chidi becoming the fourth subject Mm -hmm. of the experiment? I think that's a big plot point that we haven't touched so I kind of felt like that was going to happen. Um, oh, yeah? it, it, okay. it wasn't much of a surprise. Because at first I was thinking like, well, you know, what are they going to do with Chidi if he's not part of this experiment? And then, you know, they just made it a way that he's there. Um, but I did think that when Michael talked to Eleanor and reminded her that Chidi made an incredible sacrifice and had his memory erased so he could help people... And so he has to help Simone. Like, that's about the only thing I think that would have knocked Eleanor out of herself for a moment. Um, because Michael is reasoning with her like Chidi would have. Um, right. I, I do think that uh, the emotional core is going to tend to pull that way a little bit, too. They do like to do this whole Eleanor and Chidi thing. So we'll see how that goes again. <laughs> Third time's the charm. Fourth time, what is <laughs> well, it? I don't, I don't know what we want, like from their story. Right. Like, it, ideally, I don't know how that story ends. I just, I think, I just want them to be, like, friends and together, and that's it. You know, like just, <laughs> just be happy. content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just content. I don't need any more than contentment for <laughs> them. And yet, what does that even mean, right? Like nobody's, nobody's gone to heaven in like, what was it, like five hundred years? Like they need to break the universe in order for anyone to be happy by the end of this season. And, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how they do that. <laughs> like I, I, I really just don't think it's in the cards that the experiment would just succeed. I don't think the good place is going to, the show is going to do it like that. I think we're just going to have a lot more chaos and a lot more crazy stuff happen. 
and it's somehow going to lead to a happy ending. But it, I definitely don't think this experiment is going to is going to work out the way they hope it is. Kind of sad. <laughs> so, but, that, but you know, that means that the I have no idea what's going to happen with Chidi, right? Like Chidi actually, I, I also suspect Chidi's going to regain his memories at some point in the middle of the season. Yeah, I hope so. Because something broke. So but we'll see. But but yeah, like the next couple of episodes are going to be how they're going to get to that are going to be how they get to that point. And uh, so well, it was hopefully interesting. <laughs> uh, I I had a bit of a, a wonder about the the new modified point system that they were going to apply. That sounded to me like they figured out what was wrong and corrected it. So what's the point of doing the whole experiment if you, they know what's wrong, right? But well, maybe someone's lying. <laughs> <laughs> where do, where did they say that about a new point system? Did Jen mention that? Um, the accountant the, man. The accountant. The accountant. Okay. Oh, he was really boring. I didn't pay all that much attention to him. <laughs> <laughs> was there? So he was saying that they changed the point system on Earth already. No, no, no. Uh, on the experiment, right, they are right. using a different point system to measure the progress. But I feel like if you change the point system, then how do you know that it's a valid experiment if you, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Do yeah. you need the results of the experiment to figure out what the point system should be, not the other way around? <laughs> like yeah. bad science, but I guess that's how accounting works on <laughs> the good places. <laughs> that's why they well, keep Well, not there to tell them that this makes no sense, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's, you know, what, what's the game show where they, the, the tagline is the points don't matter? I again I don't think I don't think it's gonna come down to points when they wanna fix yeah, this no. thing. But uh but we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll, uh, yeah, it would be interesting if they kind of had at least one episode where the points were kind of brought up in a more concrete fashion. Although he did say you're not gonna know. Right. So. Yeah. He said that, you know, it won't be while you're here. You won't know in real time. So mm. I suspect that's but I feel also like he's if he's saying that that's going to be broken because why mention it otherwise, right? Well, they didn't. What was the one thing where they looked at the points? Well, I guess that was also a bad place thing, right? But there was that one thing where they were tormenting them by letting them see their own points. Yeah. And uh, I would not be surprised if, if that happens again, except for real, because that's something they do on the show. Yep. That's where they are able to see the points, and they're not for the new people, they're for them. <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> Just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of. Promises this time. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess. <laughs> well, we've got a we've got a regular season, right? We got like what eleven episodes, eleven to twelve or twelve yeah, to fifteen I think episodes. It's, yeah, I think it's somewhere in there. So it's about the same amount of time that we've got in every season. So we've got the same amount of, of of you know plot and other stuff to look forward to to have them figure it out. Yeah, I think we're we're just at the beginning of this. But I did like they they got we got to see a lot of old favorites. We got to see a lot of the demons. We got to see Mindy again. We got to have her, you know, do her thing, um, show her uh, uh, unique philosophy towards the world. And uh, who else? I do think we will see more of Mindy since they're kind of taking up her house. <laughs> they're crashing in her house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they need to do that, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see more of her. <laughs> and we'll see more of the bad guys because they're they're actively trying, continuing to try to screw things up. We saw shirtless demon boy. Chris, I think his name. I think yep, Chris was there. His you name go. Name. Does anyone want to explain to me quickly <laughs> what the Cars for Kids song is? I oh, know it's a thing, but I don't know what thing. <laughs> I I don't really know either. Um, it's a jingle, and I think people hate it. That's that's all I gather. <laughs> oh yeah, no, all I've right. never heard it either. But 
just the fact that they misspell car. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just really obnoxious, but no, I, I don't, I've never, I've never heard it myself. It was probably on the television at some point when I was not watching television. So, <laughs> but uh, they were, they just were very an enthusiastic. Annoying song. Yeah. It's very enthusiastic about it. So, yeah. <laughs> I was speaking of enthusiastic, uh, Eleanor pretending she was, um, on a uh, uh, special victims unit. Oh, that was, was... so cute. <laughs> uh, Although I do have to say, like she had a completely new wardrobe this time around because she was kind of playing the, the leader, playing the person in charge. And like those, you know, again, they, they had pretty good tailors on the good place on the, on the show in general. But I thought she looked, you know, she was really rocking those, you know, those jackets. Yeah. And she'd mm-hmm. never dressed like that before. So we got to kind of see it with something a little new from her. So I thought that was good. That was fun, yeah. We're not talking about Simone's outfit. <laughs> no, not Simone. <laughs> she wore a cheese head on Packer night and they lost. And yeah. it's all the good place's fault. Yeah, well, they, they could help Blake Bortles, but they can't help everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Just not fair. <laughs> so shall we jump in into the jug machine this time? <laughs> sure. Sure. I kind of like the popcorn river. I want to see <laughs> it sometime. <laughs> I want to swim in it, but I'm fine with seeing it. <laughs> well, you you noticed that after she mentioned that and after they had to sort of make it and have people get to see it, Jason was in the office with the, was it the office? No, it was the, it was the, the, the medium place with a big yeah. thing of popcorn, eating the popcorn. Yeah. So yeah. That was a good, that was a good callback to that. Um, oh, and then uh, Michael, and this is something I actually had to look up. So Michael was going around with the inspirational speech and he was saying, you know, Tahani, you're so smart and you know, Eleanor, you're in charge, you're great. And then Jason, and then he kind of trailed off. And yeah. that's actually a meme on, on Twitter, maybe, and maybe other places too. And I, I have a couple of uh, Twitter links that I can, uh, I don't even know where I can put them because we don't really have show notes. But, um, <laughs> but you know, there's, there's definitely a meme where they're like, oh, hey, something is, is fast, something is popular, something is cool. And the other thing is conspicuous silence. And okay, this is great. And it's, it's just funny to see that, you know, obviously they had to, they probably had to, probably had to uh, record this months and months ago. So I don't know if they had that, that trend in mind, but it's just funny to see that in, in person quite a bit on the screen. So executed so well. It was a bit painful though, because Jason is very intuitive. He has things that you could say, but I get it. It was an easy joke. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he actually did a couple of smart things this time around. I, I'm I'm now blanking yeah. on them exactly, but there were at least two places where he <laughs> thought of something that no one else thought of right away. He thought of Chidi as the teacher, as a teacher to right? help mm-hmm. Simone. He was upstanding with Derek about figuring things out until he became into an evil monster and he had to <laughs> plunge it out of the universe. I think that's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Two things is good for Jason. <laughs> it's, actually, it's better than anyone else this episode. Yeah. Kind of. So, and then it's Eleanor saying, you know, oh, hey, okay, you think I'm the pride of Arizona, but technically the pride of Arizona is a life-size statue of Alice Cooper made from cigarette butts outside <laughs> City Hall. And uh, it's actually, she's, so she's talking about Arizona in the same way that everybody talks about Florida. And hmm. the way they talk about Florida was always this exaggeration until they kind of took us to the Florida of the good place. And there was actually what, there was that airport that was, I don't remember what the name of it was, but you know, something to make you think, oh yeah, this is actually a real life exaggerated version of it. So hmm. feels like they're doing that to Arizona as well, but 
Very good. So, oh, and then the, the baby elephant. Um, I did write down the two things that it actually <laughs> told us about secrets of the universe. One was Shirley Temple killed JFK. Good to know. And the other is Stonehenge was a sex thing, which, you know, <laughs> could be, could very well be. Now I never have to wonder about either of those things. <laughs> right? I yeah. know the truth. Now you know the truth. I really liked the bit with Chidi uh, where he can summon the books like Thor and how that was like his main thing that he really wanted. And then once the book got in his hand, it hurt, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> didn't really think it through, did he? Nope. Yeah. Also, ow. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I also like that Jason said that he looked like one of those owls who graduated from college. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and... um. Judge Jen, when she came out, was saying that she was watching Deadwood, and Deadwood was the first time I remember hearing of Kristen Bell, because she was pretty young then, and she was a pretty memorable guest star on the show. This was oh, yeah? before Veronica okay. Mars, so she, they're like referencing a show that, that Kristen <laughs> Bell would be on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Derek has a line that's very weird, but very Derek, that I think it's kind of funny. The Janet is and always will be my mommy girlfriend. Mommy girlfriend, right? Mm -hmm. The way that. Yeah, nice little creepy Derek. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's also true though. <laughs> when she made him, so still creepy. Yeah. <laughs> when Michael tries to um, gloss over saying "oof" when Eleanor's hurting, and he says, "I mean, cool." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good that was, that was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to try and work that into something. <laughs> Norway is the opposite of Florida. Like yeah, wants to go to Norway. Yeah. Uh, yep. I liked when Michael was like outraged at Linda that she didn't even look at birds; she just listened to birds. <laughs> Come on, Linda, you don't even look at them. <laughs> When then there was one thing where Michael was saying, yeah, well, there's quite a few people who don't believe that they're actually dead. And the, what usually uh, convinces them, oh, third or fourth day of mouth fleas. <laughs> yeah, not an option here, but, you know, <laughs> that was what did it. Keeping it yeah. in the back pocket. <laughs> so I actually do wonder what will convince Simone, if anything, that she's actually in the, the afterlife. But uh, that's a discussion for the next next season. I wrote down that Sean uh, thought it was cheating, like studying for a test and then acing it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's cheating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then some of the name dropping um, from Tahani, uh, like, oh, oh, who can we get to? Who can we get to to help Simone? And she's like Nelson Mandela or somebody else or really any of my old racquetball partners would do. I was like, yes, thank you. Thank you, Tahani. That's, uh... <laughs> and then the other one was Michael Skarsgård. No, so Anthony Skarsgård, whoever that is. Uh, Skarsgård. One of the Skarsgård brothers. Was it? The, yeah. Jewish, the Xanax. Yeah. Half a Xanax with, sharing half a Xanax with him to show that she, she knows who boring people, how boring people are. Like, hmm. Okay, yes, fine. That's another one. Um, oh, and then the last one was the one that she, well, the first one actually, when she said, um, when uh, Michael was saying that you convinced me not to get a goatee and she says, yeah, I lost that battle with Robert Downey Jr. So <laughs> that was, those were her, those were her name drops for the, for the episode. 
I like um, Eleanor walking away from Michael at the dinner party and muttering to herself and Michael figuring it out and calling her out on it. It's pretty funny. Super good hearing reform demon. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, the degree, to a degree, I think a lot of the... There were more jokes that felt sort of regular sitcom to me than sometimes in the past. And I, I think some of that might be coming from the fact that there just aren't any interpersonal conflicts between the characters anymore. So they've kind of got to go with more obvious humor between them because they're not actually kind of sniping at each other anymore. But I don't know. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. But that was something that occurred to me about this this episode. Yeah, it. that's probably uh, like one of the jokes I wrote down is owing to that fact. And that's where Eleanor's wearing the jacket. And she says, well, boys, we guess we got ourselves an SVU. And she hadn't really seen the show. Now, that joke would work on any number of sitcoms, but it's also funny because it's Kristen Bell and she's silly. But um, yeah, I get your point. Like, they're, they're not relating to one another right now, so there's not a lot of joking between them. Yeah. There's not a lot of time either because there's so much stuff happening. That so much, yeah. It doesn't give time to let jokes land or develop, so it's everything... More of like one-liners that just don't don't build up to anything. Yeah, that's that's always been the show. Yeah, in a different version of this chapter, we probably would have popcorn river, for example. I'm sure. <laughs> it doesn't feel like the the pace is all that different from other episodes, though. Like they've always been kind of madcap, or at least some of them have been very madcap. Of course, I think sometimes it's the madcap stuff that we have had the least fondness for. So, yeah, yeah I guess we'll see. Yeah, I feel like probably the same pace that the first episode of the last season, but the pace does slow down a bit after a couple of episodes. So maybe it's not what we're used to, but yeah, it's probably not of not out of character. I think that's everything I wrote down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wanna you wanna take us out, Javier? How did we do this? <laughs> I didn't listen to the outro. <laughs> <laughs> um, you only listen to the intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want? Do you want me to take us out, Javier? Do you want to just just for this time around, or you want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll, I will show you how I would how I would do it, and then you can cut all that, and then you can do your own version. Repeat of it. after him. Repeat after me, right? Oh, I think that's all for for this week for the good place. So I want to thank my co-host Javier Matusevich. Thank you. All right, and then right, go ahead. All right, now you. Okay, so that's everything for this week. See you next week, everyone. Uh, I'm Javier Matusevich, and how did you do this? <laughs> god. It can't be I'm... impossible. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Good night, Javier. Uh, all right, Javier, thanks for hosting Javier. Lupi, sorry. And, yeah, Andrew Pontius. <laughs> Sarah Gardner. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>